0: And that is something that just absolutely drives me nuts is when an agent sleeps till noon. Well, you know, I had to wake up at eight every day with my old boss. I'm like, but now you're your boss. If you go down the street and Walgreens is closed, you will go to CBS.
1: Welcome to Let's Talk Real. With Mel, we are at Amelia Island. We just finished award ceremony. Got my man, Nick here from Chicago. He's gonna tell the story about multiple offices, top producer, top team lead. Uh, But we're here, at sun. the sun just set, so we're we're coming to you right away. Nick, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely, well, again, thank you for having me
0: on the podcast, I'm super excited about this. Um, So I've been in business and real estate for 24, almost 25 years, failed at least 10 of them, Uh, most of them the first decade just did not do well in the business, almost dropped out several times. So if you're listening to this and you, you know, can relate to not feeling the best about your business or or about the industry, I've been there. And, you know, to sit there up on stage today, still not number one, still got a long way to go. We're always a work in progress, aren't we? Um, But to be up there today was a a big deal to me because I've always been a, a person that tries to pour back into people. And then every once in a while, you kind of look back on yourself and you're like, well, wait, you know, what am I getting out of this? And sometimes you don't get the monetary result right away when you pour into relationships. And then all of a sudden you're up on stage in a place that you never thought, you know, it's the law of attraction. And it's also like the law of giving and the law of value proposition. And so today was a big deal to me, even though it was not number one. But I looked at my friend Cheryl that was up there as number one and I'm number five. It was great to see someone that I kind of grew up in the industry with really just against all odds. And that's what I love about Exit, is that nobody that I know of that I've ever met Exit was born with a silver spoon in our mouths at all. Like some people didn't have any spoon in their mouth, plastic or otherwise. And here we are really doing it. And also that we're able to share the value that you don't, it's not just about the broker, it's about the agent and it's not just about the the agent that's been there forever, it's about a new agent can turn around and mentor other people. It just feels to me like this is the land of opportunity, as cheesy as that sounds. And today, for me at least, it felt good to be like, okay,
1: I pour into people, people pour into me, and it worked, and And it worked. And you don't stage all the, I mean, you don't stage all the time. I mean, winning awards, but it, it, right. all the it time. wasn't always that it way. Not It wasn't always that way. It was not all that way. You're, there like was no awards. What does your, your business look like now? I mean, and, you, and you're in Chicago. Do you have one office? Ten offices? Like, what does is, what is your business look like? So, so I, I, as I said earlier, started this 24 years ago as a brand
0: new agent, um, was at a big brand, and really realized quickly that that big brand gave me a basic framework, but not much else. I'm like, why am I paying this company so much money? and So I went and I started my own company and I thought I knew everything. I did not know anywhere near everything. The the opposite of that, but we can't use bad language on camera. So just, I did not know anything. And so it taught me that I'm like, okay, I like systems. I like models, but I also want to be my own person. And I also want to spread that opportunity to other people. So when I found Exit, Exit had barely opened in Illinois. This is 2008. I have okay. terrible timing, so if I'm ever going to open up something new and I'm near you, run away because it's probably about the time the market's right. going to crash or something bad's going to happen. So I opened up my first office of exit. I came here as an agent, fell in love. First office so wait, of exit. So you opened an office. You weren't the broker. You were, you were an agent. I came as an agent yeah, okay. because I had started my own company, realized that was not the right model. Without, I, I needed a framework and a system. And I didn't have those and I didn't know everything. And I was tired of reinventing the wheel every day. So I came to exit as an agent to kick the tires. Cause I'm like, if I'm going to have people coming over from other companies I've been at or from the small independent that I'd owned, I want to really make sure that we have, this is a stable environment, it's a growing environment. And the opportunity is for everybody. Cause I don't want to sit there and make it all about me. And I also don't want to sit there and make it all about everybody else. And I'm broke too. Everybody's got to win in this. We got a yeah, rising tides, lift all, all boats. And so when I came to Exit, I I wanted to kick the tires for six months to a year. I fell in love with the system. I made more money here instantly and was more respected, treated well, left alone when I didn't need you, but when I needed you, um, and the thing was, was that I didn't have some of the technology that I had here. This company, everybody knows about, oh, it's that that's that company with the residual bonuses and blah, blah, blah. No, it's a technology company. You know, it it, it the, the rest of it's gravy. The technology is what made my money and and started to help my agents start to build the systems that they've never had before. And so we went from one office, which I swore I'd only have one office, to a second office, I'm on the Chicago's north side, and agents were driving in 45 minutes an hour to see me. Okay. and so i i pulled so out a map doing something, right. something was right i have no idea why they were coming over but they really in you know oh, you had we had a good drink food and dr- the, oh, it was the drink oh, it was yeah, the drink. hold cheers. on this yeah. is our sponsored serious. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> yes, right. thank sure. you again um but that was the you know the impetus for me of opening a second office was why why are you driving 45 minutes to see me when i i probably want to come and, and see you And also, who else can we touch around you? And I realized that on Chicago's South Side, South of 47th Street, there was not a single franchise. And I'm like, why is that? Why is there not a single franchise South of 47th Street? And so I partnered with another small independent that also was feeling the same struggles. And Zeke Morris and I came together to to make a really powerful value proposition for agents. And then now we did it in the southern suburbs. And now we did it for our fourth office okay. in the northern suburbs. So we're really, we're all our offices are about thirty to forty minutes apart from each other okay, in all in each quadrant. In each quadrant, okay. and it is a so if you don't know me yet, I'm a quadrant person. So I literally call it Project X, and everything that I do, business planning, database management, um, value propositions, everything's got a quadrant because you figure out if you put something in an outline, it's so hard to figure what's what's important, and it gets visually lost. Whereas a quadrant, it's stimulating to say, okay. I'm looking here, but shouldn't I look here, here, here as well? Same way with our business models. I want to be able to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to come to you this day of the week, that day I'm here and I'm going to go all around and provide my value to the agents and education of the community. So our agents don't have to reinvent the wheel every day, because if you're asking people to, I'm going to do a home buyer seminar, I'm going to do a tax appeal seminar, I'm going to do a health and fitness class. An individual real estate agent isn't going to have the time to be the graphic designer, the Eventbrite planner, the promoter, the logistics person, whip out the credit card to get the the venue, pick out the menu. Whereas economies of scale, I was able to do that because I was already doing it for myself in my little database. But strength in numbers. Now I have an entire group of people in an office that I'm paying for it because I'm good with that because we're doing it together. But they're getting the benefit, and I'm also getting a bunch of amazing new people that I've never met before building that energy up in the room. And so the consumer wins because they've got better educators, they've got better venues to enjoy this at. And especially now that we're, I think out of COVID, knock on some wood, halfway out of COVID or whatever you wanna call it, people wanna be in person, but they also want the option to have a Zoom. We do it all with these events and the events have been a trademark, a cornerstone of our value proposition, not only to the consumer, but to the agent because if, if my conversation with you is, do you want to buy with me? Do you want to sell with me? Do you have anyone you know that right, wants right. to buy? Then it well, that's really that's it. You that. know, that's I'm I'm not I'm not a car salesman. You know, I like my friends that are car salesmen. They've sold me some good cars, but that's not me. I want to build you a legacy through empowering lives in real estate. That's my tagline, but that's also my passion. I have to show you the way because most people we weren't raised to learn about like different types of financing or, you know, how do I flip a property? That's not, that's not taught in school. Yeah, no, and that's no. definitely not most people's parents, you know, first generation, second generation, a lot of us if as they're immigrants, still not, yeah, they're, they're still, still not, ahead. then they're still not doing It's, it's not possible for a lot of people without a lot of education and help. And so that's where we've really, I believe, brought the value proposition so much higher to the table. And much more visible and and understandable to the table than other brokerages that are just kind of, do you want to buy with me? Do you want to sell with me? Do you have someone to refer the me? The same, yeah. And they're the always no,
1: no. no. no and no. it's and it's also like, why? <laughs> why would I want to do that? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, what what is the makeup of the agents? Because you said about the you know bringing new new light, new 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 breath. And I know that from my experience, you know, the sometimes that new fiery agent does light a spark and in, in sometimes and maybe a more seasoned agent that might be feeling in a stale place that new. So what what is the makeup? Would you say, are you more 50-50 like seasoned agents versus are you constantly bringing in kind of new agents, new energy? So it, well, we
0: bring in a good mix of people always because I don't want to only be focusing on new agents. However, There is a movement in the industry in terms of the demographics where you have people that have been in the business 25, 35, 40 years. They want to do something different in their family mode. They want to go be closer to the kids. They want to go be closer to better weather, you know, than maybe Chicago, you know, even though it's nice in the summer, it's terrible.
1: Sometimes it gets a little chilly.
0: It's, you know, just a a tiny bit chilly. But what really happens is that I think we're seeing a shift in the industry where people are starting to retire. People are starting to sell their businesses or building teams around them. And I'm coaching a lot of agents on how to build teams and transition, have an exit strategy, ha pun intended. In the business that um, they're, they, the, the the people coming up, the people that are newer in the business, and it's not about age as much as about, it's about the seasoning in the business. If I'm new in the business, no matter what age I am, I am looking to be hopefully part of a mastermind. You don't need to join a team to be part of a mastermind. And that's really what I focus on in our office. I wanna keep a mix coming in. Not only what's there, but that's coming in of people that have energy. It's not about your time in the business. However, I really like bringing on people that have been in the business 20 or 30 years and they need a new spark because they know how to fill out a contract. I'm not telling you how to turn on a computer or the MLS, but I'm darn well telling you how to re-engage that database versus a new agent I actually love the new ages because they don't have the bad habits. We don't have to, they're so excited to have a database or have me help them teach about a database. They could care less about, you know, oh, well, I don't want to, you know, have to sit there and CE e or things like that. Whenever you hear some other people complaining about it, I don't want to sit in open house. They're so delighted to have a database. So you put a good mix together and you, you kind of have to force everyone to say, what's going wrong? What's going right? Let's celebrate it. And you'll find that a new agent at the end of the day has some of the same issues as an experienced agent that isn't operating at the highest level. And so what we do at our office is we call it stars of exit. When you hit 100,000 gross commission income at our office, you're a star of exit, you cap out for the year. And those agents, we ask them to share and mastermind so that the newer agents and the, I would almost call them underperforming, even though you know some agents just don't want to real estate part-time because they they love their other job and they love what's going on with their their family situation but there's other people that are like i hate my job or yes i have a family but i need to support them and i need to make sure that i'm hitting six figures that's a magical number for it was magical for me to finally hit it consistently when i started to and that mastermind- Well, let me just, to just stop,
1: stop, yeah. touch on that for a second. And that wasn't like in your first 30 days of the business, right? No. Right. <laughs> yeah. It I 30 months. Because um, yeah. I mean, that, that's a big thing. People, agents think like, oh, I'm gonna get my license and I'm gonna join this company, any company. And I, and I see- Magically. And I, see, and I see, see Nick and Melvin's Instagram and I see
0: nice cars and I see nice clothes and I see nights out and I think that it's gonna be easy when in reality, that is years of learning the business, building a database, making mistakes, and not always having a roadmap of what you needed to do. And that's what I wanted to take back from people or take give people as a gift slash take back out of their struggle is that I, the first 10 years in the business, I had one mentor and she was amazing, but she was retiring. And she was talking to me about, you know, I leave the office. Because I need to go see people, and I'm like, "Where's she going? You know, where's she going? She got her coat on, nice coat, nice car. You know, this this is why I got into real estate. Ladies like this that looked amazing. I want want that. I want that lifestyle. But what we she, she do is every graduation, every wedding, every baby shower, every funeral. That lady was there, present. I don't want to say she was handing out business cards, but she may have been. But she was visible in her community and she cared and she gave a lot back. She volunteered. She was at a soup kitchen. I'm like, man, she's all over it. So like she, she
1: wasn't just sitting in her, sitting on her computer. Waiting
0: for the phone the to ring yeah. because you, the phone, you will be waiting for it in a different line and it will not be the, the bank line. Right. It will be, be, a, right be the, right un- now or now. the unemployment yeah. line. Yeah, both, yeah. both. And I, cause I sat there and I watched the agents do that. And I'm like, I don't think that big box company I don't think even exit. I don't think any company is going to feed you enough or at all. You have to learn how to do this yourself, but how do you do that? And how you do that is you build relationships. So really what I think I learned from her, that, that my first mentor in the business, and again, she was retiring, so she didn't, I don't think she even realized she was a mentor to me, was that you have to be so active in the community and with every single contact you have, it's Almost like you're running for mayor, which is the Brian Buffini program that's out there. But the interesting thing is, is so many people that say that, oh, I don't want to do, I don't want to be a referral based agent, and you know, I'm going to pay for Zillow leads and things like that. I respect Zillow. I respect the that that operation. There are people that make it profitable. I don't care whether your leads come from land, air, sea, wherever they come from. It is a relationship, whether you paid to meet that person right. or whether that person ran into you on the street and follows you on Instagram and thinks you're great. Whatever that relationship is, it has to be cultivated, maintained, respected, and retained in order to build your business. So, this idea of, you know, well, this, I'm going to just do this instead because I don't want to build relationships or I don't want to put that time in or that feels awkward to me. If you can't make people A, like you, B, trust you, and C, Realize that you are the best person to help them when they have a real estate need. Because mm-hmm. notice, I didn't say sell them real estate. <laughs> right, it
1: that is that's not the problem. Yeah, that means I need a painter. Everything it's else not- around it. Nick, can you come sell me a house, buy me a house? Yes, those phone calls come sometimes, but the more off, the more frequent phone calls are the I need this, I need that, and you are a servant. You are helping to. You are serving, yeah. you're serving your client. It, it is a,
0: exactly, it's servant leadership and it's education. The last two messages in my phone from before I came down here to meet you, were both people asking me if I could lease their place instead of selling because they realize right now they may not get top dollar, they may, but they also with these interest rates are realizing they've got a good, a golden ticket with that mortgage from when one of them was my client, the other one was not my client on the way in. And that's something else to remember is that just because someone didn't use you the first time, I always say I'm on, the, I'm on the bench. I'm waiting to be yeah, brought up the, the base. Coach. I'm on the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about as sports as you're going to get me. But, but seriously though, you know, a little bit, just enough with the marathon, you know, but it's, it's like a leg cramp. You gotta just keep running until, until it gets through. You got, if you're, if you realize that, that you can be on the bench and not be mean or Angry when someone doesn't use you as their realtor Because it's gonna happen and if you sit there and pop off on somebody because they didn't use you as their realtor you take them off your social media or whatever. I can't tell you the number of times. I've not been the first one in But I'm the one in now right. being and, and I got to tell you and I'm gonna stay in for a while because I'm good at what I do but I had to wait in in not my turn but in line right. in the queue so to speak because somebody else was a cousin or somebody else was a you know um they they sold them their last place so the boyfriend yeah, had used them you'd play right, 20 20 so you gotta do but the thing is that that's fine because if i'm truly providing value i know i'm next in line and most of the time i'm not in line anymore but it's that's years of in the making you've got just got to realize that you gotta just just wait be patient build the relationships but it's got to be consistent every day every day when i tell my agent says you have to have two hours of building new business before you speak to any existing business. And so, when you're new, that's easy because there you have no, yeah, there's no, there's no existing business, right. there's no contracts falling apart or appraisals not coming through, so you can have that time. But you just need to figure out what to say to them, which is where my
1: coaching comes in. Yeah, and is. they want to, they want to, they want to click and 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 kind of. I don't want to use say babysit, but but do the job of the realtor, and that's the job. And I say the job will happen you're going to make sure that the roof gets fixed or that the home inspection happens. But if you're not prospecting all the time, then you won't, when you get the settlement, you won't have to, you, you'll look in the mirror. That is the last the one there. you'll do. And Right. And then it's like, okay, here we go. Again, another three months before another
0: deal. roller coaster. Right. And that's what, that's how I lived the first decade of my real estate business. I'm like, why does anyone like this business? This is terrible. Because what I do is I would pour everything into that, that one deal and or that two deals at a time, that transaction. And it created a relationship, but also that's not the way you build a business. You, do, you have to do both. Now, if I go out there and I prospect all day and I go, oh yeah, I'm on Instagram, I'm posting these things and I got landing pages and squeeze pages and blah, 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 and SEO, but yet I do a terrible job for you, you're actually back at square one and you've spent your so, spent money. So you can't prospect and do a terrible job, but you have to prospect and do a wonderful job in order to build a business. Because if I find one person And i do a great job for you but that's the only person i'm working with and i i'm so focused on that i'm not building new business it's all about time blocking it's all about focus and time blocking which i struggled with the first decade in the business and finally someone said to me they're like well you do a great job and people give you five star reviews but it seems like you're only working with one person at right. a time. That you're right. Like That's not by design right. or choice. Just,
1: <laughs> that's just by happening to me. That's why, right.
0: but that was by my actions. Right. It's happening to me. Cause that's how I acted. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've, I've really. Just absolutely. I think my, my agents are so tired of hearing this, but I'm like, it's about time blocking. It's about the miracle morning. And for the part-time agents about carving 30 minutes a day only for a new business, but it's with technology, the way it is. And with, CRMs the way they are, the CRM that I pay for for my agents is amazing, and any good CRM though that you can just without use the one it is no exactly it's not the one you buy, it's the one you use because it's the one you actually
1: implement. That's going to be the one. Right. And so, so I, I know we've we've covered covered some. Um, that's, that's gonna be hard that's for me to focus. this. IRS got to go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> Sure. Uh, so I know we've we've covered some ground, uh, and so I mean we've got just the framework though. We see you know ten years of work, um, and then you, and then now we've got four offices, we've got staff, we've got a lot of agents, and then we know the statistics that only in terms of nurturing and prospecting, only one third, thirty five percent of our business is going to come from people that we've met in the last 90 days or six months or something like that. And the, the other 65, the bulk of the business are people that we've met six months in a day or longer, long game. So yeah. it, this is not a hustle, so to speak, as some folks would like to think, oh, I'm going to get my license and I can, you know, make a quick, a quick hundred thousand or two, you know, this is not that. Um, and so tell me about, a, um, I guess if, you know, keep it on the topic. You know, we let's talk real. Give me a, a, an example or a story, like a real, um, like a, a a crazy situation or something you had, either with a client or with an agent. Oh lord, you know something that you can share. Yeah, uh, keep the names anonymous <laughs> if you need to. I'll
0: I actually throw myself under the bus on this because I don't. You know, I I keep I've, I, I um I went to law school. I passed the Illinois bar exam, but I don't practice law. I literally at that point had finally figured out the business enough to you know make good money real estate I'm like this is fun I don't want to go start over and be a clerk for you know somebody I, I as a lawyer I really love real estate but it always stuck in the back of my mind though that I you know could have had a different career that was very solid and safe and so for me I'm not going to throw a client under the under the bus and tell a story even though like it's tempting there's some really good ones but I'm going to throw myself under the bus because when I was not following what I preach so this is you know the first decade in the business I didn't know what to do nobody taught me the right way nobody coached me the right way a lot of the people the brands were too busy not wanting to admit to me that I was going to have to hustle and that it wasn't about the brand to just say hey you're gonna have to go out and do this the brand can help you on the back end but you are the business you're the you're your own brand we're our own brand so I finally kind of figured that out but I wasn't 100% committed to that and I hadn't built systems around me so I had this great opportunity. I was going to be on house hunters for the first time ever. I'm like, Oh my Lord. Hallelujah. House hunters. This is, going to save, gonna save my this is going to save my business, you know? Well, first of all, it never saved my business, but it did validate to a lot of people that already knew me that I was good at, that I was good at what I do. But that's not the point of the story. What the point of the story is I had backed myself into a corner with so many bills, so many things that I wasn't tracking. What is actually bringing business into my business? versus what is free and what can I do to promote the free things and promote the relationships. I didn't realize how valuable relationships were. So the night before I went on House Hunters and I mean, even this is, this is a 15 year old story, but the hair is still there. You got to, you got to maintenance this. This is a lot of hairspray and product and such. And the night before I go on House Hunters, I had, I was two months, this is 2009. So for those of you that, that were in this real estate market in 2009, you understand this story is not, you know, It it was, it's sadly not uncommon, but we were all behind on our bills or most of us in the real estate business, we hadn't anticipated we were not running our businesses right. And I just didn't respect my database. And so I had run up all these um, billboards, bus benches, all these different ads, even before digital ads, it was paper, it was magazine ads and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't tracking what was actually bringing me business or not. So I'm like so excited, it's the night before this house hunters thing, and this hair has to be coiffed and maintenance. So I wake up early in the morning to do that, to get myself ready for house hunters, And that was gonna save my business. And what I realized was when I got home that night, my power had been turned off because I had literally been two months behind on the business in the office and my personal homes bills, my utility bills. And I sat there and I had to go out in the hallway of my condo building to do my hair and get ready for this house hunters is gonna save my business. And I'm like, this is not a business. This is a mess. I am not, this is not functioning right because if I have to come home and there's no power in my own home and I'm having to make decisions, do I keep the power out of my office so nobody sees, going? you know, and, or, and also, wait, where did all the rest of this money go? Because I know I need power and I know I need food and I know I need a roof over my head and I know my office needs to have their rent paid where are my deals coming from because i'm not broke in terms of money coming in i'm broke in terms of money money coming in versus out and there's and what is this and that was the moment a light bulb went off even though there was not a light bulb in my home that works (laughs) yeah a light bulb went (laughs) off in my head then i'm like this is exactly i have to track my deals so yes it's about relationships it's also about figuring out which relationships are working you know what i found out not a single billboard bus bench online ad etc paid their bill. I mean, a, mm-hmm. not even a break even. There was no return on investment.
1: Mm-hmm. No return on investment. You know what? So the it's van- vanity ads. Vanity ads. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah that's the first time we I've heard that, someone else say yeah, the word, well, man, we it's vanity. That, we think that, yeah, and we think that people are going to, you know, and everyone coming up and saying, man, I saw your ad there. I saw your ad there. And it makes you feel good on the inside, but it doesn't necessarily relate to dollars. And and what I would challenge even with that is, okay, those people, if you did your
0: job right, should already be coming to you for their real estate need. They saw an extra trigger, but what is that call to action? What is so provocative? Nothing on those billboard or boss ventures. So your friends are coming to you. Yeah. You know what happened with me is it, once I started to attract that and really listen, my friends were actually just laughing. They're like, you, you looked extra orange in that one, you know, and then you looked like a pumpkin. And they were making fun of me and the way I dressed that day and you know, whatever else. And I realized I'm like, there's no call to action that you're going to drive past on a highway, or that you're going to flip open a magazine for the few magazines that people are still actually yeah. printing, you know, out in in print. Everything's online, but even online, there's so few things that are so provocative that you're going to click through, put your contact information in, get a lead capture. It's vanity, right. and at the end of the day, unless you are a hermit, no offense to anybody that's antisocial, you know, I get anxiety sometimes. Believe it or not, that's why the we, have, yeah, so we, we have, have so we have got a good the, dark locker tonight the right. but it really it just for me it's a relationship business and you realize how much you throw away on those silly things those vanity things thinking that that's going to make you a bigger star because you drive down the street and you think mcdonald's you know has a ad up and i'm one of my best yeah. friends is, is high up at mcdonald's they do an amazing job there but okay that you're not selling sandwiches you are the the Service. Yeah, we're selling our, our expertise and, and our ability to deliver. That doesn't come across on a billboard or a bus mm-hmm. bench or an ad, in any way, shape, or form. That's going to actually convert someone. It's this is the relationship. You know, this is the I. We've been friends on social media. This is the night. I mean, obviously, put a camera in front of my face. Right. But that's, that's a good <laughs> way to get me here. But it, it really, for me, this is the night that I'm going to remember until the next time we create value with each other. It's it's very hard online or on in a direct mail piece to do anything more than saturate enough that 1% if that 1% of the, of the people you're sending it to are trying to reach
1: action. is going to take action and i can't wait like that and i especially with the way that the advertising bills are now yeah and i think that uh, that a part of that is that so one piece is, is the vanity side but a lot of that is even with um uh, even with experience and it, we still can because ultimately a, a good media salesperson can sell us. Yeah, on it. I mean, because we are also kind of, so, you know, we are we are relaying our expertise, and so sometimes I, I'll say I'm the biggest. I mean, I'm a sucker for. I mean, when when people come, I take all those oh, calls. Some no, of the, i, the I, name I, I the some of God, it, <laughs> with the coming by. Just you. Like all, all I've the done all. Of did you
0: tell me you did not do the um, the grocery carts? i did oh my god two yeah. thousand dollars i really yeah. would like back think of all the think of
1: all the nightcaps we're gonna have together yeah w- but it but we're chasing i mean really i mean we, we think about that and, and hoping that okay well that's going to connect to this and then once they see the direct mail piece they see me on social they see the grocery cart that it'll all make sense and then they'll take action but it's really we're chasing a hot new lead i mean that, it, you know
0: and the thing is like you had so the uh, one thing i do agree about that is the multi-channel campaign we just hit on something I have no idea how far over we're going and I don't care. You can cut this up, <laughs> whatever way you want. Um, but, um, the multi-channel campaign is that I think in all aspects, this was great. If you and I were not connected on social media, I wouldn't feel as connected for the follow-up. And I kind of, now it's like, I want to buy into like, well, what's Melvin doing next week and what else is on this podcast? And like, what's he doing in his social life this weekend? And I'm not, you know, you don't sometimes realize how it is a multi-channel world that, I will meet people here or I will meet people online. And when I meet them in person, that's the rest of the channel or when they get that direct mail piece, but a lot of mine is I have a five second interaction with someone, well, I'm a little old for this example now, but back in the day at the nightclubs, things like that. Sometimes still, um, restaurants, charity events, things like that, that I don't think the five second interaction with people is enough sometimes to. It also, sometimes is not the right moment. Remember, we're not trying to get people to buy or sell with us right yeah. now. Cause they're not, the majority of. The world. Also,
1: it needs to be congruent too. Yeah. So sometimes I'm sure you'll see either the social or you'll see one, one lens. Yes. And then you see a different lens and it's totally not what that, when I, wait a minute, where are those other glasses? Well, you know, I'm
0: going to disagree with that slightly though. I think that most of the people that I've run into, they, There's like the other the other there is they'll give you one lens but the other lens is is the rest of them and I've kind of just come to expect that I don't know everything on the way in. Mm -hmm. It's not like it should be that jarring sometimes every once in a while it is and I kind of brace people with that with me too. It's like okay we met for five minutes at a you know at the at the the grocery store and not because of a shopping cart (laughs) but in the grocery store and that's not the fool me. You're going to see me out with my friends. You're going to see me with my mom. You're going to see me, you know, gardening. You, I'm never going to expect that. I know all of you through the social media highlight reel right. and that's or that five second highlight reel, you know, I probably even said some stuff tonight. They're like, Oh, didn't know that, you know, now I'm like, but wouldn't have the, had him on the podcast. Right. But, it's
1: but, the, but it's, but it's, but if it's, if it's, if it's because of being vulnerable, you're sharing, you know, you're being transparent and that that's different than than more, I say, posing, you know? Well, I mean? The, I mean, if you're yeah. talking about the special folks that are frauds, I mean, that's yeah. a whole, we could have a whole podcast right, right. on that.
0: A... You you know, again, social media is a highlight reel. A five second interaction out is a highlight reel. I have been scammed just like everybody else. I think at one point or another, you know, has, has met the wrong person or the wrong email. But I still come into everything with, I am in a, a open book and a, a, someone of the mindset, not of scarcity, but of abundance and the abundance. of the law of attraction. And and that is, they are still, and it's even in a declining market. I'm like, okay, not exactly delighted with the market right now. However, I'm coming from an abundance mindset. And I know if I spread, spread good things and I help people, it is going to come back to me because I've tried being a jerk and it did not work out well. <laughs> you know, I that not that cute. So nobody wanted, okay. no one wanted to hang out with a jerk, but it really is a, those mindsets have saved me, along with the Miracle Morning. Yeah. Um, the Miracle Morning was a big, big mindset shift for me. I grew up in an environment where my dad was perpetually unemployed and couldn't sleep till noon. New- well, should say could did sleep till noon. Probably, you know, my mom had to really pick up the pieces and support us. And so I I learned so many bad habits as a kid that the Miracle Morning was one of the things that picked me up as a entrepreneur because what a lot of people do in real estate it's the first time they haven't had a boss and so they're like wow this is all this is my business but you're still going to open the business up you know the business has to open even if it's virtual and online you still have to be open. And that is something that just absolutely drives me nuts is when an agent sleeps till noon. Well, you know, I had to wake up at eight every day with my old boss. I'm like, but now you're your boss. And like, you know, if you go down the street and Walgreens is closed, you will go to CVS. So I'm sorry, do you want to be
1: Walgreens? You want to be CVS? Open up, the business has to be open. And I tell them, I say, well, so, okay. So now that you're in charge of you, the good news and the bad news, if you, when you get ready to do your quarterly review, Are you getting a good grade? Would you hire you? Most of the time they laugh because they know that that they would maybe not themselves. And And you need to be, I said, you need to be, if your boss was an asshole, but you were really good at your job, then guess what? You need to be an asshole to yourself. All right, got the quote of the day. Believe me, my journey has not been a simple journey of progress. There have been many ups and downs, and it is the choices that I made at each of those times that have helped shape what I have achieved. Satya Nadella. The question is, um, or or, or what we know from statistics, statistically is that 95% of people require direct supervision. Okay, only 5% of the people can work unsupervised, fully unsupervised. And so that means majority of agents, I mean, if we're just taking a cross section, they're gonna require some some oversight, some accountability. And if they're not able to do it, that's where leaders come in. Brokers come in. Managers come in to help provide that accountability.
0: Well, exactly. But I think you have to, I think we all have to realize that like we all got into this psychologically or, you know, mentally because of not wanting to have those bosses. So I would never personally say to people, this is going to be mandatory, unless it's made, you know, mandatory by the state, et cetera. I want people to realize that they, they have to be their CEO. I can't be the CEO for them because they chose an industry where they're, they're independent contractors, but I can be your business incubator and your business coach. And if that means you need the business coach to come in and, and be like, it's 8am, where are you at? I'll do it. If you want that business coach to ignore you for six months and then come and review the numbers, we can do that too. Absolutely. So I build that kind of whichever that relationship is with them. But the bottom line is at the end of the day, and you know, I, <laughs> I recently posted something on only on TikTok, friends, uh, that, you know, it was a little risque and it was just, I walked up to this tanning salon where I always go spray tanning. I have a tight schedule. They are good. They're great people that work in there, but there's a tendency with one or two staff members. They just close it down at a certain time before the posted times to close and right. they, and. And that's okay to them because I'm like, no, 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 wait, that's, you know, that's the habit, so but have expectations. And what that taught me though, cause I had a TikTok up, that was just foul and I got all mad and it was dramatic. And I sat there and I'm like, wait a second. Most of these the ladies and men that work in there, one of them is actually now my, uh, team leader on my personal sales team, one of their former people. What it taught me though, was you can have any expectation you want, but if it's not expressed. Looks like bad business. So, if your expectation of me as your coach, if you're in real estate working with me, and if your expectation of me is that I'm going to just monitor your deals and make sure you don't screw up, that is a whole different animal than Nick. I i want to do what you're doing at nine in the morning. I want to learn this from you. Yeah. I want to see what CRM that's, you're using. That's, that's I mean, a. That's
1: someone coming in after the fact. That's very it's reactive. It's in, an, yeah. And it, not it, even, and there's no action item after it other than. Okay. Don't do that again. But,
0: but it's also it you, but in an independent country, the danger is, is that any other business you open it, everybody leaves you alone. And at the same time, you know, it's yours and you understand it. I think in real estate, there's this natural tendency to say, well, I opened up this business, but I have this company with me and they're going to save me or they're going to help me or they're going to. if you don't tell the company what you need or if the company is not capable of providing what you need then you have to run the business on your own which i'd recommend switching brokerages at that point but if you if you can't get up and, and run your business in a manner that the client understands your expectations you know if you walk up to your real estate brokerage 10 minutes before it closed and it's closed early and there's no sign up and things are dirty and you know you've got to raise your expectations of what your business is going to provide and then articulate them. Because if you're not doing that, why would people refer you? And the less people that refer you, the the harder it is for you to wake up in the morning with natural business. I wake up in the morning, and this is not to brag, at this point it's just to be like, I'm blessed because of being dumb for so long to finally realize what you had to do to create good relationships. I wake up to business. Most of the top agents that work with me we wake up to business. It may not be always like the, the highest price yeah, point, the, the most right, thing, or you know. But, it, but it's it's an opportunity, and, and it's, it's a, all do for, for
1: an extra it's, relationship. Is opportunities
0: and something that we we said earlier, and I'm not sure where it was in the in the program, but we talked about for a second. Um, you know, you're only going to know this many people, so you're going to work with this many people, or you've got to expand your database. You may have to do both in this changing market, in this changed real estate market. market. But it's also, you know, there's a tendency to, well, none of these people are going to buy today or none of these people are talking to me about real estate, so I'm going to go out. That makes me question how far down deep you Mm -hmm. went with each person so that all their friends are working with you. And even if none of them want to buy right now, you just know that some, some are going to flip open your phone or your laptop and
1: there is, do business opportunity. opportunity, Yeah. And I think, I think it, 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 comes, it comes back to standards. And if we don't have, if we don't have standards or we'll say discipline to, you know, for our speaker, yep you know, yesterday, yeah. <laughs> if we don't have discipline, AKA standards over our person, meaning yeah. s- sleeping in to, to whenever you want, deciding, figuring out what you're going to do in real time. Yep. You know, like I think I'll do this now. Okay, now I'll call these people. Oh, I just got an idea. Let me let me drive to the mall and pass out business cards. Yep. Like if, if you're the, if you don't have a standard for that, then you're not going to have a standard for your business. Yep. Then it's going to be hard to to really yeah. thrive. Yeah. Just less, you know survive. Survive. And I mean, honestly, like I,
0: I'm not doing survival anymore. I'm doing thriving only. That is what I coach yeah. to is thriving. <laughs> if I'm coaching you to surviving, I'm failing as your coach. And I, I, I love what you just said though about, you know, it's not about going and passing out business cards once nine o'clock on a Friday night. It's about having a strategy of, this is the time I'm gonna pass out business cards. This is what I'm gonna do in, to ensure there's a incentive for them to follow up, or God forbid, I don't just spray and pray as I call it, which is where you just pass the business cards out. It's the physically plane, like- The plane you know, is dropping the flyers Yes, that is like, the- I'm like, car. we are not at war. Why are you dropping right. flyers? That's what you do when you just sit there and go like this at mm-hmm. a mall or like during an event. I watch people all day today, God bless some folks that were just like, oh, or like I don't even have business cards right now. Get your digital business card out if you're at Exit. Scan, Have them scan it in and say, text me right now while we're together with your first and last name. Because guess what that does? Now they have your contact information right. and now you have theirs. Right. But what you said earlier about it, it's not about just the contact, it's about what you do with it. Right. It's, if it, if you're not giving feedback, if you're not
1: building a uh, follow-up in. Yeah, if you're just, st- and so the old school way, you go to a conference, you, yep. you go home with a stack of business cards, the, and then maybe if you're good, you I put a rubber spin say, So you maybe came if you're in a good, post-it then, note yep. of where that stack of business cards came from, and then you look up, and then when you have like five or six stacks, then you try to figure out, what am I gonna do with all this? It's you know, it's, But it's the exchange of information. It's not just passing, a, like, what are you going to do with it how wh- how do we move this contact into a relationship it, otherwise yeah. it's just a contact it's a, no it's just a
0: yellow business card yeah. and it's, it's so funny you say that because i i have i've been around and coached and worked with some of those people that you walk past their desk and you're like i didn't realize business business cards were brown five years ago No 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 the color was white back then it was brown <laughs> it's now, it's now because, because it is so old and brown. tired and it's gonna be you know it's going to be brittle if you touch it. The problem is, is that we don't give out enough. We don't go out enough in terms of not social contact and low, but we don't network enough. We don't bring the contact inward and then we don't follow up. So if you get their information, they get yours and it's not on those yellow business cards, but you actually just program them in your phone or touch base with them once you're at that one it's better than nothing yeah. you're at that one percent direct mail response
1: rate that everyone covets and doesn't get yeah and but even that's even sending and so the next step from that even sending a, a a personal note like i've i've gone to conferences and i've got personal notes from folks and man does that leave an impression it it is i'm sorry i remember those people
0: and you also the minute that you have anyone that like has to either write your information down program
1: it in or that there is a text back that there's a back right. and f- well, yes. so you mentioned the, of course, you know, Exit has the the, the mobile business card, mm-hmm. but you can do it if you're Android. You can create a QR code, put yourself as a contact. Well, the mobile business card works. The yeah. mobile business card works on both Android and iPhone. Yeah. so That, but well, I mean, I mean, uh, just other ways. If oh, the, the with,
0: share contact with, with it, the Exit Yeah. Yes. You want to
1: you want to create a contact? Create yourself as a contact. Oh, if you're that not way, an you Exit. Can, Wait,
0: this yeah. this this is for people that aren't an Exit. Get right, no, yes, it? Right. So <laughs> for everyone. but uh, for everybody. So if you're not an Exit. So, if you're an exit it's on for android or iphone if you are not an exit honestly put their first name last name email address and phone number into your phone send them that information same back to them so that they've got your first name last name yep. email and phone and then connect with them on social media that is it that is the i mean That's obviously i have a lot step, more yeah. than i could share with you but if you're not at exit and even if you're at exit and just don't use the tools that are here, that is such a baseline to me. It's like, if you can get that basic information, you can then go connect with them on LinkedIn, which is the one that I use the most because it, most of the time, once they connect with you, they have their birthday, they have a different email address, which if you have any decent CRM, you will be able to, uh, get the rest of their information. Once you've got that basic stuff, it'll lean enhance And,
1: that is the you're giving away the good you're giving away the good stuff now we need to save some save some marketing. save so some marketing like, oh this is right like, oh I got a second right, episode by, you, the brown liquor did you didn't
0: didn't get, get me we still got thirty seconds <laughs> <I know. laughs> roll, roll, roll. on let's get let's get a, a <laughs> refill yes. before we... oh god this will be the this will be the last last oh, yeah. oh is it oh, we're well, we gonna give away okay. there right. so but this has been so much fun though because I mean yeah. you really let us because I was watching earlier when I walked past so earlier for those in the audience that are. If, if we don't edit this out, um, earlier t- when I walked past, I saw him interviewing uh, a girl that I know is like a, a solid producer and has a lot of, of history. Um, and I'm like, well, they are just going on and on. Cause I walked back again. Cause I just wanted to say, Hey, I'm just checking in with you. How are you doing? And still going. So thank you for letting me kind of ramble tonight. No, this is, but this I, is... I have so much passion for what I do. And, and yeah. I just like, I see what you're doing with this podcast and what it's, what it's What people can get out of a podcast for someone that knows what they're doing, but also isn't asking anything from you. That's not what we get most of the time when we turn on anything,
1: even online anymore, even online. And you know, the, 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 the lessons that I, that I try to uncover is not not necessarily isolated to real estate. I mean, the, the things you're talking about, miracle morning, getting up early, having a schedule. Building relationships. It doesn't matter whether you have a restaurant, beauty salon, nail yep. shop, dog walking business, whatever it is that you want to do. Even as a, um, even in the corporate world, that's how you advance your career doing those same things. So and this is really life. I mean, I, I look, I view what I view that the things that we learn in this business, I view them as, as. I mean, I take it like life skills. And so do I, and that's really fascinating you say that because a lot of people
0: that even that I, I wouldn't say we coach with, they also coach their agents, but we talk as mentors. And I, you know, I say, well, I really use that, that in my personal life. And that, you know, it's about, even with, you know, my mom is older, she's not as, food, as, you know, frisk and free as she used to be in terms of movement and things like that. I don't get to see her as much as I used to. And, so it's like those little touches sometimes and vice versa we're like i'm sorry i haven't talked to my mom in two weeks and i get a little text from my mom i'm like that just touches me Mm -hmm. what do you think that does to a person that even if they're not your good friend yet i have some of my relationships have been built on at the beginning think about this for everybody out there who were the people you know how do the people that are now in your closest circle how do they treat you the days and weeks after they first met you. I, the first time I've ever thought of this. Good, good alcohol. Yeah. Um, but I really, this is an important thing. I'm thinking of like two of my best friends. They, I would call them my kitchen cabinets. My my friends, uh, Kieran and Taylor are such good yeah, people in terms of of the way that they help me with my business. Not in terms of a ton of referrals. They both send me business. The way that they. As my friends advocate for me, you. they support me. Yeah, you're a plus. they they. Exactly. I call it the okay. kitchen cabinet, and yeah. it's like that's here are the people that like if I was if I was actually important, <laughs> who would be in my cabinet? And these are two people that just have been very instrumental to like you know you need to sleep more. You you know you talk about charity. When was the last time you did something for that charity? Or can we come with you when you do something for that charity? Just people that are in, involved in the rest of like we say the relationships, the rest of it. Um, it's so important to have those people around you. And for so many years, I did not understand that. And I didn't look, seek out those people and didn't respect them when they came into my world. And that is, that's been such a game changer for my business was having those relationships. But the, to go back to the point though, those relationships, the first three days after I met Kieran, after I met Taylor, and I just, I would just literally was Kieran's officiant at his wedding. Um, I so need to do that for Taylor, not that it's a side business. It's just literally like it's two, there's, there's two friends that have just been there for me in every aspect of the world. The next three days after we first met each one of us, this is a decade ago, almost for both of them, the follow-up back and forth. How do you meet when you first meet someone? Think about like, it's even like dating. When you first meet someone, if there's good follow-up the next couple of days, whether you know, you're going to like them or not, whether you know, you're going to get something out of them or not. Literally, to be true, but to be real. You follow up with people that you that feel something, you know, mentally. But also, that's because they followed up with you. There was a relationship yeah, built that first couple of yeah, days. Can't be. That, Otherwise, it, you feel like you're chasing. Is that, uh, if or if you you have you're the chasing, or that they need something it. real quick as to one another. Like, yep. I need to in that house. And you, you know, or you are like, do you need the house today? Do you need that house today? Do you need that house today? God, I just want to go look at it. I just want to meet you for the first time. I just want to have a coffee. Yeah. And that's not how you build a, a business. And so I'm always appreciative to not only people that are amazing in my world, but the people that I haven't been. So you're not better about it, the people that you have that haven't been, because I'm like, that's how my baseline difference is. How did I how did I get a Kieran or a Taylor in my life as a friend? Or how did you that's meet so your significant other? you're, you know, whoever that person is, how did you meet them? Think about the first couple of days afterwards. What was different versus the person you chased or that, or that chased or you, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, that's, all, that's right? a different podcast,
0: unsolved mysteries i well, but that, but that is so, yeah. that, I'm, I have never put it out there like that though. I'm like, what is different? You know, it's almost like a psychological study. What's the difference in when you meet someone on the street? And you have a good conversation and those are the people sometimes that end up being so close to you and mm-hmm. other times it's just a person that you meet on the street for five seconds i mean we i meant it's a lobby yeah. that seemed real nice earlier i'm not expecting to see a follow-up and then i follow up back because that follow-up was the first way. and you know not that you're looking for anything it's just when in your every relationship in your life there's been some sort of pattern of follow-up no one <laughs> without anything, you know, that they're overly trying to sell you, or they're overly trying to do something in any aspect, no one built a relationship on one contact, on one single interaction. And yeah. if you did, God bless you. Cause I have not met those people well, that were it, so compelling uh, that were
1: not right, dangerous, yeah, that <laughs> weren't trying to sell me or murder, or murder oh, yeah, me, one the, hurt like, me. One extreme yeah. We've got to do, we, I got like, like, like eight different topics that I've counted that we can talk that we can do a whole th-
0: <laughs> Can we get a series, right? all I mean, right.
1: We could do a whole series on like eight different topics. But if, okay, if I, if, if someone wanted to learn more about one of your four offices in the four quadrants, if they <laughs> wanted to, you know, be a producing agent, a top producing agent, and we're both, I mean, we're both in coaching, yep. different coaching, but yep. we both understand yes. the value of hiring coaches Paying for coaching, you know, and coaching is not that's always free. You know, you, would, yeah. you, you, you know, I have to <laughs> too, but, you know, but actually we invest in ourselves. Okay. Yeah. And if someone, so if someone wanted to come to that type of environment where you pour into your agents, where you encourage them to be the best of them, best versions of themselves, you can help that part-time or full-time agent get to whatever it is that they want to get to. They're going to have to do what is required, but you will be able to help them find that or, and, or if you, someone, I just want to sell it. I live in Chicago vicinity, you know, Chicago Metro. Yep. I live in one of the four quadrants or maybe even a little bit outside and I have a house and I, and I feel like you might be a good fit to, to, to find a buyer for that house and vice versa. I want to buy a house in that area. How would we reach you? I know that was like a long setup, well, that, but how would well. we actually get in touch with you? <laughs> so first of all, um, what's the best
0: yeah, the, place? There's, there's the best way is just to text my uh to get my uh, digital business card which has all my contact information and download it to your phone it also has links to all my social media because i am always trying to educate learn from you all as well sometimes i've had some ideas that were not right or not clarified well and we we, we were like i have a, a good audience of people to help me articulate the best things about real estate and so all social media it's at nick Library, that is at n-i-c-k L-I-B as in boy, E-R-T, um, but then as far as my digital business card, if you guys want to text me, if you call me, so to, speaking of setting expectations, um, if you, you call me, I will not pick up, I, I will absolutely not pick, pick up unless we've already hung on. and I got you programmed in, just schedule wise, but I will absolutely um, on social media interact with you until we can get to a point where we figure out that I will be a value to you and we're not burning up each other's time. On social so media, like, so at Nick Library, and everywhere. to show your value. Uh, absolutely. Or they, or there will, there's lots of options. They can do something. But show your value. So I'm going to show you my value. And if you are in the Chicagoland area and you're a realtor, Ooh. we are absolutely, definitely hiring talent. Because what I'm seeing right now is a lot of negativity in the market from realtors that are just not having conversations like these. And so we can have conversations like you, uh, with, like this with you. Um, We would love to do it. We have the bandwidth to do it. And uh, that one is just give them my digital business card. Uh, it is text Libert L I B as a boy, E R T two eight, five, three, seven, seven.
1: Okay. So the text message, I would say everyone should do that first quickly send a text message to eight, yep. five, three, seven, seven library L I B E R T or at Nick library yep. on all the social media, did, did I, Instagram, did... TikTok, all of it, all TikTok. of it. Okay. okay. It. And you're on YouTube too, right? Yeah. So YouTube is the big
0: one because that's where the value proposition of I'm going to try to share the most on YouTube because there's not, are oh, we got to they pull go them horizontal in. or yeah, them. Can, And I do a, a lot on Zoom because okay. I'm big into, if I missed anybody, I just want to like get you that information. Um, and I have a lot of both full-time and part-time agents. So, um, YouTube is definitely the place for the quickest information, value proposition. Uh, and that is I just said, go and subscribe on my YouTube channel when you do the text oh, code.
1: That's the stuff. Why tell you? I appreciate it, man.
0: Absolutely. Yes, Thank you so good. much. Good. Good. Appreciate out with that you with you yeah, at
1: that. Absolutely. Drinking a little man. bit. Bring All right. We're out. Damn.